Bulls lose their first game out of the All-Star break. Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us. This is Stretch 4. We are the Bulls Outcast. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. John is off tonight. Um, no Embiid, no Simmons. Yeah. You played this team with Embiid, no Simmons, a couple weeks ago. And on a night when the Bulls were uncharacteristically ice cold from behind the three-point line, they almost got a win. Also on a night when Embiid dropped a 50-burger. So how do you take Embiid out of that equation? And the Bulls shoot better from behind the three-point line tonight. They finished 14 of 29 for 48, nearly 50% from downtown. And this one you lose by 20. Dave, I don't get how that math works. Well, because it doesn't. The math isn't mathing, as they say. Like It makes no sense to... We understand you're playing Embiid, and he's dominant. We get that. But coming in tonight when both of your all-stars, both of them, both of your all-stars are like, oh, fun. Can't, can't play. I, I at least expect it to be competitive. You know, like, if we lose, fine. They're the best team, you know, in the East. Fine, they lose. They're well-coached. Doc Rivers has been incredible for them. They, they, have, they play great defense. Yada, yada, yada. I expect it to be close. But to come out and get beat up and beat down after coming off the high of watching Zach in the All-Star game, after getting Lowry back, after getting Auto back, after being at full strength, even, you know, Hutch put on some clothes tonight. Like, even being at full strength, you were like, okay, we we should have a shot in this. You know, it should be entertaining. And it was for a little bit. Like, a little bit in that first half, you, we were entertained. Kobe White got hot. Lowry, we'll talk about him, I'm sure. Um, you know, it just, it got hot and it got exciting. And then second half came and they were like, oh, we got to play another half of basketball. Oh, we, we, didn't, we didn't know we had to do two halves guys. Like we've been off for too long. We didn't know some two half thing going on. And I mean, man, but what, what shocked me the most, Matt was how they did us in the front court, man. Because Woo! when you don't have him beat, I'm like, okay, cool. That dude was out of there. So we're going to pull in, like, will you say, who this Bradley? We're going to throw in, who this Bradley? And a dude who's behind uh, Dwight Howard. He doesn't even play. Like, Dwight Howard's the no. first person. He's behind Dwight Howard. He comes in and drops 14 and 5, 7 for 7. He did not miss a shot. And he looked awesome. He had him looking like Moses Malone out there tonight, man. The moves he was putting on Wendell. This he is. This up, man, because I miss John so much right now. This is a perfect he he's just fine game. For, right. Like, Dude, I, I thought I said that to myself in John's voice while watching Wendell tonight. Yeah. I was like, he, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> but also he got he got cooked by a shake and bake from a dude named Tony Bradley. Yeah, he did. Two yeah. first names? Two first who, who are you? Substitute. A, a third or fourth street center who's bounced around to different like you know, four different teams. After getting drafted in 2017, who is who? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? I don't know. And why is he making Wendell look like trash? <laughs> look, made him look bad. He did. I'm sorry. That that is the counter offer every time. Bulls fans after the first Sixers game, after the Nuggets game, us Wendell doubters saying, "Man, got bodied," and the Wendell stands. We're like, yeah, he got worked by Jokic and Embiid. Guess what? Everybody's doing that this season. I counter with he he gets worked by some dude named Tony Bradley. None of us know who the hell that is. 
He he gets worked by an 85-year-old Dwight Howard who had 18 and 14 off the bench. Season high 18 points, by the way. Oh, uh, <laughs> but dude, but Brad, like Wendell, and I've said this continuously, and I, I kind of just want to keep watching it as it goes. But he struggles against dudes who are taller than him. Like it's just what it is. Like he really struggles. This dude is six ten, and knows and plays like he's seven feet. So it's it, he was just. I mean, the moves he was making, I'm just like, what? <laughs> like that? Those are center moves. Like who is this dude? Like those are center moves that he was making out there, and he was realizing, you know, how tall Denzel. What? I'm sorry, how tall Wendell is. And man, dude, he struggles against those big dudes, man. He struggles against mm-hmm. big size guys, man. He really does. And it really showed up tonight. It just did. And I mean, like, uh, as Cass pointed out in the comments, Wendell, Wendell only played 15 minutes tonight. And part of that was he he did pick up a third foul yeah, he did. Uh, before halftime. But that was he finished with, with three fouls. But he just didn't see a whole lot of action in the second half. Donovan had Gafford out there for 10 minutes. Um, Cornette played eight. Thad mm-hmm. Young had seventeen. I mean, Donovan leaned more so on his guards in the off the bench tonight. Temple with twenty, Sato with twenty five. But I mean, the, the 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 points in the paint thing. Whether whether it was you know Bradley Tony comma Tony Bradley or <laughs> Dwight or or Tobias seventy eight to forty two points in the paint in favor of Philly. Jeez. Um. Uh, Brandon said, we are primer only because our actual paint presence is non-existent. Mm. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, This Bulls team has, has no paint presence. Zero. None. Zero. And uh, it, when you saw it tonight, though, Matt, like it was really on display. Like the one play where I forget who missed the shot. I think it was Curry missed the shot. And I'm watching Lowry box out. And I'm watching Wendell box out. And nobody goes against the rebound. And the ball is just sitting there. And Philly's like, oh, they don't want to get it. They get it back, kick it back out for another three. They miss that one, get another rebound, kick it back out to Daddy Green, and then he hits the three. We saw yeah. them dominate on the boards. I mean, Dom- Dwight Howard was like, oh, this is easy. Like, I'm about to get a career night tonight. And he had a season high. He was getting offensive rebounds with three or four bulls just all over him. Yeah. It's like, at what? At a certain point, Donovan has to look to AK and Eversley and be like, okay, guys, um, size. But size that's actually size and not fake size. Yes. Like, with yes. hell, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm listening to 6'10", I'm really 6'9". I have a 7'5 wingspan, but it doesn't really show up most often. Yeah. And then Lowry being like, I'm a 7-footer, but I play like I'm 6'3". <laughs> and then Luke Cornette, who's like, I'm 7'2", but it's irrelevant because I can't play basketball. Like, all of their size <sighs> is not actually size, yeah. and it's clearly a problem. Dude, when I went on, uh, when I was on the score, like my man Matt was when he was on Lawrence Holmes show, hey. when I when I went on and talked to Dad, that was the, when they asked me, what do you want the Bulls to get? That was the first thing I said. I was like, size. I want the Bulls to get some size. Um, um, <laughs> big people. Big, like, they need it. Can I get some big people? <laughs> It'd be nice. Like, you can't turn down guys like Drummond and say, you know, I don't know if he can fit. I mean, this dude will get you 20 and 20, and at least, you know, he'll have some size inside, and you won't be playing power forwards at the center position or playing play or playing players like Lowry just because he's seven feet playing him at the five. He can't play that. You saw what Dwight Howard did to him. Like, as soon as Dwight Howard saw him, you just saw him foaming at the mouth. Like, he couldn't wait to get the basketball, though. He can't play that position. So, 
I, yes, man. Yes, size. And not just size, but talent. You know what I'm saying? Like competency and people who know how to play that position well and are not just, you know, learning it, man. Like Gafford was cool tonight. You know, shout out to him for the dunk and, and the couple of dunks that he had. But he's going to get in foul trouble because he did. Like, right. these are the things that's going to happen. He's not going to shoot the rock. You know what I mean? But you need. He had, he had, he had three fouls in 10 minutes. <laughs> Come on. I dude. mean, like, like yeah. So we, we got some people in the comments arguing over Gafford's usefulness here when we're talking about size. Yeah. Like, yeah, he'll block a couple shots. He'll get some awesome just, you know, rim rocking dunks, like the facial dunks that we saw tonight. But he doesn't actually play interior defense all that well. Yeah, he's just he doesn't have the mechanics for it. I mean, that that we got showed that when he you know he was starting. Oh my goodness, we got we got showed it. Like we got, we got showed it like his flaws in his game and why he should be coming off the bench. Like he showed it to me because I asked to see it and they showed it to me and I was like, thank you very much. He's not the one that should be starting out there. But yeah, they need a center. So whether it's Drummond, whether it's Marcus Aldridge. Like, you, you need to go get some more size, man. You need it. I mean, I think at this point in Aldridge's career, he I don't think he has that same, like, you know, body kind of muscle that he uh, had in his prime. Um, Drummond, I don't. I, I just think Drummond doesn't work as well in Donovan, Donovan's offense. That's fair. He's never been a dude who, like, makes solid reads and passes from, you know, like the top of the paint, the pocket position where Thad and Wendell are working from, you know, for Donovan's offense. Um not that Matt said, am I the only one who wants Vucevic? No. Uh, I even learned how to spell his name right. Don't waste that. Dude, I would love Vuce. Love Vuce. But the latest we heard today or yesterday from some, like, you know, main national NBA reporter is that Orlando has no intention of trading him. And I don't – Like, don't... like not, not even let's hear the offers. They're right. like, no, we're not trading him. Yeah, I, I don't blame them. He's awesome. He's, he's an awesome. It all-star. would be like the Bulls trading Zach. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, you have an all star? No, <laughs> let, let, yeah, we don't want him. Let's yeah. get let's get rid of him. Yes, but dude, like, and and but to your point, to counter your point about Lamarcus Aldridge, and you're right, everything you're saying is right because he's 35 years old. But to counter that, I mean, even at 35, I believe he's still averaging like 14 a game, and because he can, because that doesn't go. You know, all the other stuff kind of goes, but him putting the ball in the bucket is still a thing. Like him being a a threat on the post and in the paint. Is still a thing, and that's what we don't have. We don't have a threat in the paint at all, like on either side. You know what I'm saying? Defensively or offensively, we don't have somebody who can be a threat. So, right, if you're gonna give me Lamarcus, and I'm not saying he's great defensively at all. I'm saying he's at least a threat on one side of the ball in the paint. And yeah, I, I would take that. All right, Dave, we have to do it now. We have to talk. We have to talk about the game that Lowry just had. Okay. All right, man. Um, All right. I'm, buckle up. I'm, I'm scared. I'm going to need you to hold me if I get too scared. Here, man. Um, of course he does this. <laughs> of course he does this. First game out of the All-Star break. First game back since early February mm-hmm. when he hurts his shoulder just, you know, Playing trying back. to use his body once. <laughs> yes. he, was, he was, like, driving on a guy who's, like, you know, I can't remember who it was against. Was it a, what was it the Houston game? It was a, like was it Christian? What I, I can't remember. I, who I don't it remember was. who it was, but but he was I just that. remember him putting the ball on the floor and driving, and me being like yes, and then him clutching his shoulder and me being like oh fuck, like are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. So we finally get him back out there. Mm-hmm. 
And I was expecting a bad night from Lowry. Oh. I was expecting rust, okay. right? Doesn't have his legs underneath him yet. The shot's off. First game back, just shake off the rust. Dude goes seven for seven from behind the three-point line. And I, <laughs> I, I can't let myself fall in love with this guy again. Because I know that he's only going to hurt me. <laughs> and I am really struggling with this right now, Dave. I see it on your face, man. I see it on your face. So it's, as a guy that's on the other side of the island with you, um, yeah, I, I didn't expect seven or seven from the three-point line. I didn't expect him to be trash, though. But I did expect some rust. Yeah, but after that first play where he pump-faked it and spun and went to the to the lane and laid it in, I said, oh. <laughs> that, was, that was his first play of the yeah, night. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, okay. And then he hit a three right after that. I was like, okay. And I believe he had 14 uh, at the end of the half. And that's also, I mean, he looked he looked good. But what he definitely looked like was, hey, I'm doing this, guys. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it looked like to me tonight. Like, uh, I'm going to need some help out here. I'm going to need some help while I'm doing this tonight. But he looked good, Matt. I mean, yeah, he did. I think he only had like four rebounds because he was shooting yeah. a lot because he, he was taking four. a lot of shots. He wasn't getting his points uh, on, on the interior like we talked about last segment. But seven to seven from the three-point line, dog, is just nothing – to sneeze at and it looked good and we needed all of them it still didn't help but we needed every single one of them man so the fact that he can do this stuff is why matt and i are still on this island because we watch him do this stuff and we're like yeah see we know he can do it we know it all right lowry and then next game he's like what's what's basketball (laughs) i don't know it's the game you play lowry basketball is the game you play i don't know guys i'm gonna sit this one out so it yeah, it's up and down, and right now we're up, and Matt is scared to go up with him because he doesn't want to be there and be let down again. And I completely understand that. What I uh, pres- uh what's the word prescribe to you, Matt, is give it a couple games. I just say give it a couple, and, and and you won't have to wait long because you get to see it tomorrow, and you won't have to wait long again because you get to watch it Sunday. So just give him a couple games, man, to, to let's see if he can continue this a little bit. Let's see if yeah. there's a fall off. Let's see if he goes one for seven. And then you can say, ah, but if he continues to look good after three games, Matt, sorry, man, we're going to have to put up some, some real estate, bro. <laughs> uh, Gustavo said, uh, uh, I can't quit you, Peck on Lowry Marketing. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, I, like, I, I get it, man. And I'm going to give I'm going to give him – Certainly, these two weeks worth of games oh. we have between now and, and the trade deadline. Great point. Great point. I don't think that AK is going to trade Lowry okay. before the deadline. Okay. Uh, my gut instinct right now is telling me he's going to see what Lowry can do through the rest of this season, see if his presence and maybe some of the Zach Lowry chemistry that we've never quite gotten to see <sighs> that Billy Donovan was talking about on the radio earlier this week mm-hmm. might finally start to gel and maybe Lowry helps this team make a playoff berth, that would be great. And then they can sit down with Lowry and say, okay, here's what we're willing to offer. If you want to go look for more, go look for more, come back to us and we'll match it. Yeah. Much like what they did with Zach. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking myself into being okay with that being how this plays out. 
But I don't want to be sitting at the end of the season saying, man, Lowry looked okay, but he looked the same as the Lowry that I've always seen, that you have always seen, that we have always seen, which is he shows brilliant flashes. Mm -hmm. And then at times he looks soft, he plays soft, and he gets hurt. Yes. Like 7-7 tonight downtown is great. But he had that one bucket, his first bucket of the night, where he put the ball on the floor, had a nifty spin move, and got a layup. And that's the last we saw him attack the basket, to my knowledge. He had one bad driving miss where he tried to do his little hanger, yeah. like combining with a layup, and he missed it badly he in did. the second half. He did. That was it. So, like, okay, great. If your first focus was tonight, want to go up, go out there and knock down a bunch of threes, great, man. You accomplished that. Right. But we also need to see the other version of Lowry who can be not just a shooter, but a guy who can score at all three levels. Um, and, and somebody in the comments mentioned Lowry, um, you know, being a quality scorer, not needing to create for himself all the time. That's the other thing to me. And it's something you bring up all the time, Dave. Mm. The point guard play, or lack thereof, of Lowry Markkinen's Bulls career. Yes. Did you see the stats that our buddy Rob Schaaf was putting out the other day when it came to certain Bulls players in points per possession scored when they are cutting off the ball and receive a pass cutting off the ball. School me. Because he rattled off like a few. It was like it was Lowry, uh, Zach, and, and Sato, I think. Or maybe it was uh, Thad and Sato. Um, Lowry is in the 97th percentile across all NBA players in points per possession when he receives a pass cutting off the ball. The sample size is small because guess what? Dude's never had a competent point guard in his entire NBA career. Never. That's the other thing that makes me not want to leave the island, yeah, Dave. Yeah. And and I mean, again, like when I would sit there and watch it in Finley, that's that was the one thing that stood out to me because that point guard was awesome that they had there. He was like one of the best ever, like according to to fin- Finnish basketball. He was one of the best point guards ever. And you saw it. If you watch those clips that I saw, you you saw it. And you kind of saw how Lowry kind of played off of that and his confidence where it was at that level. Like he had dirt confidence, like dirt 2010 confidence. Like he had, you know what I mean? He had, I mean, 2011, excuse me. He had that kind of confidence, man, where he could hit any shot and he was, it was a lot of it was cuts and then watching the guard find him every single time. It was one of the reasons again, why we were excited Sadoransky was coming in when they got him. Cause we were like, well, Sadoransky loves finding guys who cut. We see him do it with Zach Levine all the time. Like like that baseline play when Zach fakes back to the three point line and then just cuts and Sado hits him with the bounce pass. They've been doing that all season long. So mm-hmm. the fact that that chemistry can't be found with Lowry when all he that's his half of his game, that's the other half of his game, is cutting to the bucket and getting it like that is frustrating. And I want a point guard in here so I can close the chapter. You know what I'm saying, Matt? So I can say, okay, that we tried that. Didn't work. All right, fine. You know, we did it. It's fine. And this front offense and Billy Donovan have been very good at giving us exactly what we asked for. So that's what we kind of asking for right here. AK Eversley. Like, this is what we asking for. Billy, go give us a point guard. Let us see it. And then we'll leave it alone. And then I promise you, you won't hear from us again about it. We will leave it alone, man. But we got to see it one time because if he goes somewhere else, and he plays with a team that has a great point guard, and he shows out, I'm going to be heated. 
So I just want to see it here to know if it works or not. But yeah. I mean, but see, that's the thing that's tricky for me, Dave, is just dealing with the timeline. Because you say, like, just show us. Just show us the version of Lowry with a better point guard than any that he's played with so far. Yeah. And then if he's still the same version of himself that frustrates us because he doesn't put his imprint on the game, he doesn't assert himself and take over the game in time, then we'll let it go. Yeah. Are, are the Bulls going to go get themselves a, a high-caliber point guard at the trade deadline so that they can see that with Lowry for half a season? Because otherwise, you're talking about needing to make a decision on Lowry, yeah. if not before the trade deadline, at the end of this season, in May, when you say, are we going to get a deal or are we not? Right. And, that- and if you have to make that decision without having given him a solid point guard, you're kind of making that decision blind in that sense. Agree. I completely agree with that. And that's why, like you said, Matt, these next two weeks are going to be really important. And we should really be watching and focusing on this team. And especially guys like Lowry coming up. Because as that trade deadline looms, man, like it's going to be interesting. Because these teams, everybody's NBA gets weird around trade deadline time. Like guys you thought would never be traded, you know, become available. Like it just gets weird around that time. And Everybody's kind of looking at the Bulls a little bit now this year, which is rare because <laughs> usually it was just like, we might want Zach, but I don't know, you know, like, but now this year they're like, oh, Zach, oh, Lowry, like we, oh, we're that, like we hear Auto Porter, we heard Thad Young, who's the most sought after person in free agents in the trade market, for goodness sake. Bradley Beal, Thad Young. <laughs> Young. Like, that's so crazy. But yeah, these next two weeks, Bulls fans, like, Pay close attention, and that we're going to be watching like a hawk. That's why I put the gift up today, Matt, of Robert De Niro watching Lowry, man, because I meant that, bro. Them last right. two weeks, we here, bro. We watching you, brother. Come on. Bro. I mean, these next couple of weeks are do or die time yeah. for Lowry. Agreed. Put up or shut up. Earn, earn your next contract or don't. Yeah. Um, A quick update before we get out of here, Dave. We were wondering what the hell is going on with Chandler Hutchison. Yes. Billy Donovan said post game, Chandler Hutchison is active, but he's still not in position to play. Hutchison has been dealing with personal issues. Mm. So there's an update that provides no new information. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm hoping it's not, you know, COVID still messing with him. Uh, yeah. I, we haven't seen him since that. Like, honestly, like we haven't it's seen true. him since that has happened. So I'm hoping that's not the case, man. But, Man, I, I mean, I just hope he gets it right and gets his hair back together. Um, but yeah, I'm, I appreciate them providing the update again. We mentioned it; they gave us what we wanted. Now, give us a point guard. <laughs> Let me see what this looks like with Larry right? out there, man. Please, um, please. I like what Brandon says: a, a true point guard is needed, but he also doesn't cut to the basket that often. It would be one thing if he was being overlooked on cuts, but he very rarely is. But see, that's like a chicken or the egg thing. Does he not cut to the basket often because the Bulls don't have a point guard who is setting him up with those looks? Eh? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Chicken, egg. Mm-hmm. I, I I want to see Lowry with the point guard. Yeah. For the love of God. For the love of God. Give me but what I want. Hopefully, at least the, the one thing that we will see in the second half, and it sounds like from Donovan's comments, we might see a, a fair, uh, you know, a fair higher amount of it, is what you said was, you know, bringing tears of joy to to your bull's eyes, Big Dave, which is a little bit more of the Zach and Lowry two-man game. Just, just let us see that. Matt, Can we see some more of that, please? 
the way he talked about it is what was messing me up because he was like, I just went to Zach and was like, simple question. Uh, <laughs> how often do you and Larry talk about picking roles? Zach is like, what? Well, probably never. <laughs> we don't discuss it at all. Oh my God. And he was like, just the most competent things. Like, I think you guys are going to want to do that. Like, I think you're going to want to have that discussion. That would be good for you guys on and off the court. Not only just talking basketball, but, you know, just getting to know a guy. So basically he's telling you this is the second best play on the team. Y'all should be running pick and rolls together. You should get a chemistry going on so you can be better. That's all he was saying to him, man. That was like the logic made tears come out my face. It makes so. It was like yes, just the most logical, simple thing. You think Stockton alone didn't talk pick and rolls every chance they got? Like you talk pick and rolls, like because that's what you do. Like you, because that's what we want to see your man, man. We know I got bulldog. You know he was stressing that. Dude, pick and roll. Remember when when bulldog went up to Jim at the Bulls <laughs> charity gala that we went to and was like, "I'm gonna need you to run Zach and Lowry pick and roll." Like 40 times. Right. He did say 40. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. He had, we, didn't, we wouldn't even have drinks like that yet. He was completely <laughs> sober. He's he just like, yes, told him the truth, and he was correct in saying it. That is what oh, you should be goodness. running all day long. They are your two huge threats, and it makes the life simpler for guys like Kobe White because it will be much more open for him, and he can drain. We got, again, good game again for him tonight. But it would be the floor would be more open to him, and he would score. And guys like Patrick Williams, like it, it would just make the game easy when your two best players are on the same page, especially during a pick and roll, because nobody's gonna want to stop that. How can you stop that? It just you can't. You can't stop that with them two dudes. So yes, talk, talk to each other, speak. Ugh. Talk it, talk it, talk it. Thank you, Billy. No more talking. No more talking. <laughs> All right, we will get out of here on that. Uh, Bulls, uh, second night of a back-to-back tomorrow. They welcome Jimmy and the Heat to the UC. Just got an update uh, from Eric Spolstra. Bam out of bio dealing with a knee, not coming to Chicago. Oh. Avery Bradley dealing with a calf, not coming to Chicago. Oh. So the Bulls, once again, will have themselves an opportunity against a shorthanded team. And, you know, unless... Otto's getting another backyotomy right now. The Bulls theoretically are at full strength. Who is the so backup center? I don't even know. Is it Trenton Haslam? Who is the backup center? I don't even know. Uh, Udonis? Is it UD? <laughs> it has him. It's Haslam. Uh, Let me see. Uh, who? Oh, uh, Olenek. I forgot about Olenek. Olenek. Yeah. Is he playing their backup center? Playing minutes? their center. And he can shoot it. Olenek can shoot, though. He had yeah. 20 tonight. He he can shoot the rock, so yeah, Olenek, man. But yeah, come on, Wendell, don't let Olenek do you. Don't let that happen, guys. We might have to watch Wendell get body by Olenek. <laughs> it's a possibility. It won't be fun. It's a possibility. All right, uh, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. That's Big Dave. I'm Matt. Just a reminder: if you ever miss these live shows, always. Always look for the archived YouTube episodes on that Bala Bulls YouTube channel and in podcast form on the Bala Bulls podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for hanging out. Bulls will try again tomorrow night. Peace, everybody.